Advisors, mark your calendar. Exchange is back, and we are ready for some learning, connection, and fun in the sun. Join the Financial Advisor Community February 5th through the 8th in Miami, Florida at Exchange, an ETF experience, an in-person conference crafted specifically for the Financial Advisor Community. Use the code EOTW for a discounted advisor pass and learn more at exchangeetf.com. Again, that's code EOTW for a discounted advisor pass. See you there. One fund on point for today, the expert to talk about it. This is the ETF of the week. Welcome to the ETF of the week, where we get the latest from Tom Lydon, vice chairman at Vetify. It's vetify.com, and it has everything you need to be a great investor using exchange-traded funds, research and data, ability to make sure you know what's trending, and much, much more. Tom Lydon, happy holidays. Great to chat with you again. Happy holidays, Chuck. Great seeing you. Your ETF of the week is... The Amplify CWP Enhanced Dividend Income ETF, ticker symbol D-I-V-O. D-I-V-O, the Amplify CWP Enhanced Dividend Income ETF. And, well, dividend income, I know a lot of people are giving thanks for that at a time when the market has not been providing a lot of equity gains, but is that the real message here that for these holidays, we want to focus on dividend income or is it more, you know, hey, with the market having gotten a little bit better, testing 200-day moving averages and the rest, this is a time to be adding to your equities? Chuck, it has been a challenging year for both equities and fixed income. The first time in 40 years where both areas of the market are down. And yes, it is a time when people are looking for more income. The good news is, even though we've seen rising interest rates, for those that are on fixed income budgets, bonds are paying more today. The bad news is until the Fed gets inflation under control, they may continue to hike interest rates, which means that the value of current bonds could go down as rates go up. Hence, we look at a strategy like this where it's a dividend growth strategy mostly tied to equities and producing decent income. But there's also some secret sauce in the strategy where they have an options overlay strategy in addition that provides some added income. We're all in. This strategy is producing almost 5% income. When you think about that today, that's pretty attractive. It certainly is. And enhanced is a word that I never quite know what it means when it's used on fund companies and new funds. I love enhanced. <laughs> I mean, I'd buy anything if it said enhanced. In this case, the enhanced is that options overlay strategy, right? That's really what they're doing to make this an enhanced index fund, correct? That's right. I mean, look, take it for what it is. Equity markets and fixed income markets are at these levels. The question is going forward. What do you do? Most investors understand periodically going through a 20 to 25% correction is somewhat healthy over time. And, and you wouldn't be in that game if you didn't expect that that would happen. I think the question is going forward, where is the market going to be? 
And then on the fixed income side, we've seen some signs of inflation pull back a bit. The markets like that, which is great, which may mean as we get into 23, the Fed may not have to be as heavy handed as far as hiking rates. And also the equity market likes that as well. And if it can help us avoid a recession or even have a soft landing, that would be great. But coming down to the strategy here, we've seen over time, and Chuck, you and I have talked about this before, with many of these dividend growth strategies, history shows that if you invest in companies that continue to hike their dividend over time, they perform extremely well compared to companies that don't hike or reduce their distributions over a period of time. So number one, that's solid. But number two, over the last couple of years, ETFs have gotten really creative in options overlay strategies that are a number, another way of providing additional income. And with this combination, it's a way of diversifying into really good stocks and really good companies, and also diversifying among a variety of sectors that frankly makes it less risky. You look at healthcare, infotech, energy, financials, consumer discretionary, all almost having equal weight among the allocation in the portfolio, which compared to the S&P 500, for example, which just two short years ago only had a 3% allocation to energy. Now, even with this energy boom, it's only a 6% allocation. It makes a lot of sense. There's not going to be many people in our audience who go, a dividend income fund, I don't have one of those. What a novel concept. But the real benefit here is the covered call strategy is saying, okay, I've got some dividend income exposure with the plain vanilla dividend income fund that I've held for X number of years. And now I'm going to use that covered call strategy to be a different place. So I assume this is part of the dividend income portion of your portfolio. But how much do you want to dedicate to a covered call strategy as opposed to a standard strategy? I mean, is this 20% of your dividend income money? Is this 50% of your dividend income money? How do you look at it? I think a better way to tackle that is if you look at the average investor who two years ago had a 60-40 allocation, most of that 60 had a high correlation to the S&P 500. And that worked really well coming out of the financial crisis. Most of that growth was in info technology, FANG type stocks that did really well. However, the last couple of years they've been challenged. So that's one area to think about diversifying away from. The other is fixed income. Many of the passive ETF strategies on the income side also did very well. However, most recently, a lot of advisors, institutions are dissecting the sectors that they're in on the fixed income side. So, for example, treasuries don't do great during rising interest rates. Mortgage-backed securities don't necessarily do great during times of rising interest rates. Finding income from other strategies make a lot of sense during rising rate environment. So I would say most investors do not have an allocation like this in their portfolios, would provide a great way to diversify into additional strategies. It is above its 200-day moving average. Is it a 200-day moving average play? It absolutely could be, Chuck, especially if you've got some money on the sidelines, you've kept some of your powder dry. A lot of folks have sold bonds in the last couple of years. Now with rates a little bit higher, and especially income in this area a little bit higher, it seems really attractive. 
And if this is new to you and you're concerned about it, absolutely watch it on the trend line. It tends to operate in a very smooth way. It's the Amplify CWP Enhanced Dividend Income ETF, ticker D-I-V-O, the ETF of the week for Thanksgiving week. Tom Lydon, always great to chat with you. Happy holidays. Happy Thanksgiving, Chuck. The ETF of the week is a joint production between Vetify and Money Life with Chuck Jaffe. And yep, that's me. And you can learn all about my hour-long weekday podcast by checking it out on your favorite podcast app or by going to moneylifeshow.com. To learn everything you need to know to be a great investor using exchange-traded funds, make sure you visit vetify.com. They're on Twitter at Veta underscore Fi. And Tom Lydon, their vice chairman, my guest, well, he's on Twitter too. He is at Tom Lydon. Normally, of course, the ETF of the week is available for you every Thursday. We're out this week a day early because of the holiday. But make sure you don't miss any of our episodes by following along on your favorite podcast app. We would love to have you be a regular. So we hope we will see you again next week. But in the meanwhile, have a fabulous Thanksgiving, everybody. And as always, happy investing. Happy investing.